Section 1 of Selections from Fear and Trembling Translated by Lee M. Hollander This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Shreya Sethi Section 1 Preparation There lived a man who, when a child, had heard the beautiful Bible story of how God tempted Abraham and how he stood the test, how he maintained his faith and against his expectations received his son back again. As this man grew older, he read the same story with ever greater admiration, for now life had separated what had been united in the reverent simplicity of the child. And the older he grew, the more frequently his thoughts reverted to that story. His enthusiasm waxed stronger and stronger, and yet the story grew less and less clear to him. Finally, he forgot everything else in thinking about it, and his soul contained but one wish, which was to behold Abraham, and but one longing, which was to have been witness to that event. His desire was not to see the beautiful hands of the Orient, and not the splendour of the promised land, and not the reverend couple whose old age the Lord had blessed with children, and not the venerable figure of the aged patriarch, and not the God-given vigorous youth of Isaac. It would have been the same to him if the event had come to pass on some barren heath. But his wish was to have been with Abraham, on the three days' journey, when he rode with sorrow before him and with Isaac at his side, his wish was to have been present at the moment when Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw Mount Moriah afar off, to have been present at the moment when he left his asses behind and wended his way up to the mountain alone with Isaac. For the mind of this man was busy not with the delicate conceits of the imagination, but rather with his shuddering thought. The man we speak of was no thinker. He felt no desire to go beyond his fate. It seemed to him the most glorious fate to be remembered as the father of faith and a most enviable lot to be possessed of that faith, even if no one knew it. The man we speak of was no learned exegist, he did not even understand Hebrew. Who knows? But a knowledge of Hebrew might have helped him to understand readily both the story and Abraham. 1. And God tempted Abraham and said unto him, Take Isaac, thine only son, whom thou lovest, and go to the land Moriah, and sacrifice him there on a mountain, which I shall show thee. It was in the early morning, Abraham arose betimes, and had his asses saddled. He departed from his tent, and Isaac with him, but Sarah looked out of the window after them until they were out of sight. Silently they rode for three days, but on the fourth morning Abraham said not a word, but lifted up his eyes and beheld Mount Moriah in the distance. He left his servants behind, and leading Isaac by the hand, he approached the mountain, but Abraham said to himself, I shall surely conceal from Isaac whither he is going. He stood still, 
he laid his hand on isaac's head to bless him and isaac bowed down to receive his blessing and abraham's aspect was fatherly his glance was mild his speech admonishing but isaac understood him not his soul would not rise to him he embraced abraham's knees he besought him at his feet he begged for his young life for his beautiful hopes he recalled the joy in abraham's house when he was born he reminded him of the sorrow and the loneliness that would be after him then did abraham rise up the youth and lead him by his hand and his words were full of consolation and admonishment but isaac understood him not he ascended mount moriah but isaac understood him not then abraham averted his face for a moment but when isaac looked again his father's countenance was changed his glance wild his aspect terrible he seized isaac and threw him to the ground and said thou foolish lad believest thou i am thy father and i do worship am i believest thou it is god's command nay but my pleasure then isaac trembled and cried out in his fear god in heaven have pity on me god of abraham show mercy to me i have no father on earth be thou then my father but abraham said softly to himself father in heaven i thank thee better is it that he believes me inhuman than that he should lose his faith in thee when the child is to be weaned his mother blackens her breast for it were a pity if her breast should look sweet to him when he is not to have it then the child believes that her breast has changed but his mother is ever the same her glance is full of love and as tender as ever happy he who needed not worse means to wean his child two it was in the early morning abraham arose betimes and embraced sarah the bride of his old age and sarah kissed isaac who had taken the shame from her isaac her pride her hope for all coming generations then the twain rode silently along their way and abraham's glance was fastened on the ground before him until on the fourth day when he lifted up his eyes and beheld mount moriah in the distance but then his eyes again sought the ground without a word he put the faggots in order and bound isaac and without a word he unsheathed his knife then he beheld the ram god had chosen and sacrificed him and wended his way home from that day on abraham grew old he could not forget that god had required this of him isaac flourished as before but abraham's eye was darkened he saw happiness no more when the child has grown and is to be weaned his mother will in maidenly fashion conceal her breast then the child has a mother no longer happy the child who lost not his mother in any other sense 3 it was in the early morning abraham arose betimes he kissed sarah the young mother and sarah kissed isaac her joy her delight for all times and abraham rode on his way lost in thought he was thinking of hagar and her son whom he had driven out into the wilderness he ascended mount moriah and he drew the knife it was a calm evening when abraham rode out alone and he rode to mount moriah 
There, he cast himself down on his face and prayed to God to forgive him his sin in that he had been about to sacrifice his son Isaac and in that the father had forgotten his duty toward his son. And yet oftener, he rode on his lonely way, but he found no rest. He could not grasp that it was a sin that he had wanted to sacrifice to God his most precious possession, him for whom he would most gladly have died many times. But if it was a sin, if he had not loved Isaac thus, then could he not grasp the possibility that he could be forgiven? For what sin more terrible? When the child is to be weaned, the mother is not without sorrow that she and her child are to be separated more and more, that the child, who had first lain under her heart, and afterwards at any rate rested at her breast, is to be so near to her no more. So they sorrow together for that brief while, happy he who kept his child so near to him, and needed not to sorrow more. 4. It was in the early morning, all was ready for the journey in the house of Abraham. He bade farewell to Sarah, and Eliezer, his faithful servant, accompanied him along the way for a little while. They rode together in peace, Abraham and Isaac, until they came to Mount Moriah, and Abraham prepared everything for the sacrifice, calmly and mildly. But when his father turned aside in order to unsheath his knife, Isaac saw that Abraham's left hand was knit in despair, and that a trembling shook his frame. But Abraham drew forth the knife. Then they returned home again, and Sarah hastened to meet them, but Isaac had lost his faith. No one in all the world ever said a word about this. Nor did Isaac speak to any man concerning what he had seen, and Abraham suspected not that anyone had seen it. When the child is to be weaned, the mother has the stronger food ready, lest the child perish. Happy he who has in readiness the stronger food. Thus, and in many similar ways, thought the man whom I have mentioned above this event, and every time he returned after a pilgrimage to Mount Moriah, he sank down in weariness, folding his hands and saying, No one in truth was great as was Abraham, and who can understand him? End of section 1 Recording by Shreya Sethi